to the Unstuck Podcast, where we help you free your mind from what's holding you back. Well, happy Tuesday, everybody. We're so excited that you are with us here at this Unstuck show. And it's one of these really unique times. As we said last week, it's uh, we're actually all very stuck. <laughs> we're stuck at home by um, the order of our president, by the order of our local governments. And so it's definitely a unique time in history. Uh, but what can we do in these times? I know that many of you are leading virtual teams. And because you're leading virtual teams, you can feel stuck. And we want to help you kind of lead through that today, leading in crisis. And um, so as we are leading through crisis, as we are asking the questions, working out the hardships of this, uh, what are some things that we can think of? What are some things or practices we can do? What are some mental spaces we can be in to help us lead through crisis? Because the truth is, most of us are not just leading one or two people. We're leading five, 10, 20, 50, even 100 people. And so we wanted to ask just a few questions, give you a few pointers that's going to help you lead through this crisis. So, babe, one of the first things you say uh, that we have written down today is leaders think of other uh, leaders think of others first. Yes. Yes. Leaders always think of others first. Um, leaders are very selfless, not selfish. So who are you thinking of? Um, yeah. Maybe in times of crisis, we could say, you know, how do I know if I'm thinking of others first? Well, who comes to mind first? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who mm-hmm. comes to mind first? Do you begin working a plan for them before you begin working a plan for yourself? Now, naturally, we're not saying don't take care of self, but we're saying leaders think of others first in these times of crisis. Yes. Leaders think of others first and definitely when the pressure's on, you know, there's all those examples of when the pressure's on, whatever's inside comes out. So if what's coming out of someone is selfish versus selfless, um, you know, if someone's got 500 rolls of toilet paper as opposed to five and they're not sharing, that says a lot about a person. So leaders, they think of other people. They do. And I love the toilet paper example. It's such a common thing because, my gosh, we, our country's gone crazy over TP. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, leaders, when it comes to them leading through these times of crisis, uh, them thinking of themselves first really, I guess, in a lot of ways, demotes them from being a leader uh, because we are pushed to think of other people first. Mm-hmm. And so we would encourage you to. Uh, check your heart on this and say, you know what, am I thinking of others first? Am I thinking of my team first? Because my team really is the only reason that I'm a leader. Mm-hmm. The, the fact that I have a team is what makes me a leader. So I probably should think about those people first. Now, when I say think of them first, even though we use the funny toilet paper example, I'm thinking about you know things that will help their lives like this podcast. Um, thinking about, have we spent time on the phone with them? praying with them, talking with them, asking how their family's doing, making sure financially they're going to be okay. And how can we develop a plan that's going to be long-term for them, not just a Band-Aid, but a long-term solution? Because many of them, possibly you've had to lay them off. You've had to ask them to cut their hours. Uh, They're not running to the office. So the workload has diminished and and so the pay would naturally have to go down as well. 
So how can you develop a plan uh, to think of them first? So that would be, the, again, we're pushing that whole first thing because that's what leaders do. They simply take a back seat to the rest of the team. And uh, we always have the idea of the bus driver uh, is, is driving the bus and everybody on the team is with that bus driver. The truth is, if a real leader could, they would sit in the back of the bus and drive from there. It would not be at the front. So just keep that mental example in your mind. The next yeah. thing is really good. It's acknowledge fear, but don't empower it. Acknowledge fear, but don't empower it. Yeah, so as a leader, we can't ignore what's going on. We can't just tuck tail and ignore <laughs> what is all over the news. Um, but at the same time, we can't part partake in just spreading panic either. We need to calmly respond. Um, we need to, to be public. We need to have a voice. Um, if you have a leader that doesn't have a voice, that itself will, will cause anxiety in you because you don't know what, where to go, what to hear, what to do. You're looking for that from your leader. So as a leader, we need to be out front. We need to have a presence. We need to have a voice and that needs to be balanced with not empowering fear. Um, the best things we can do as leaders is be visible and also not anxious. Yes. Just carry a piece with you. Um, as you're going through whatever you're doing, as you're talking, as you're teaching, um, as you're getting phone calls and people in panic over things, don't join into the panic, but remain calm because just like peace is contagious uh, or just like panic is contagious, peace can also be contagious. Absolutely. So if you have an anxious personality, you need to balance that with someone in a relationship. You need to find a friend that can lead you to that peaceful place. Yeah. And you know, I love what uh, Dr. Uh, Tony Evans says. He says, a mist in the pulpit becomes a fog in the pew, mm -hmm. meaning that if we're not clear from leadership and it doesn't, it's not about pastors. It's not about preachers. This is about CEOs. This is about a small business owner. This is about the person who owns the local salon that has five or six beauticians or what yeah. would you guys call them now? Uh, stylist. A, stylist. Yeah. Uh, so um, this is about every aspect of our society. If we're not clear, a mist in the pulpit is a, a, a fog in the pew. And it's so true. But now here's the deal. We're, we're clear that we don't, or we're, we're clear that we're not driven by fear. We acknowledge the fear, but we're clear that we're not driven by the fear. We acknowledge the fear, uh, but we don't empower it by going, oh my gosh, what are we going to do as a local business? What yeah. are we going to do as a church? Oh my gosh, we've never had this before. No, the truth is we have had this before. And yeah. And as a leader, Mark Cole said, it's okay to feel fear, but it's not okay to make your people carry it. So yet again, you've got to balance that acknowledging <clears throat> what's going on while remaining peaceful yeah, and absolutely. calm at the same time. I love the idea that you're not supposed to make your people carry it. I mm -hmm. mean, that's what leaders do. We bear the burden. Mm -hmm. We carry the load. You know, crisis, we understand this. Crisis is common. This is going to happen. This has happened before. Uh, maybe not at this level, but... You know, at least in modern day, yeah. I mean, naturally, there's been <laughs> uh, there's been unbelievable plagues and sicknesses that have hit the world that has had untold victims. Uh, but crisis is very common, and uh, every crisis in history has passed. And you know what? This will too. 
Every crisis in history has passed, and this one will too. So, you know, one of the things that uh, that I love that you had written down was a quote from um, President George W. Bush, and uh, Tim Johnson talked about this mm-hmm. uh, in his book, and so. Uh, the the headline that I had kind of written here is leading in crisis means you must give yourself space and time. But I want you to share the quote that you wrote uh, by Johnson because it was so good. Yes. So he was talking about President George W. Bush's reaction on 9-11 when he continued sitting with the Florida school children, even after being alerted that New York City was under attack. So Johnson references and he says, by not outwardly reacting, Bush bought himself space to think and time to react. Yeah. And, you know, I'm definitely not an author of that magnitude of a book that Johnson wrote, but I would even remove the word react there and and put in the word respond. Mm -hmm. It gave him gave himself time to uh, space and time to think and to respond appropriately. Now, I would assume that all of you, if you're listening to this, remembers that clip of President Bush, someone whispering in him his ear and um, him kind of just staying very calm and thinking. Uh, And nobody knows what was going through his mind. Uh, Now, he shared a few things on that, but at the end of the day, we will never 100% know what was going through our our nation's leader's Mm -hmm. mind when he hears of the most awful attack that's ever happened on American soil. But you know what? This is what leaders do. They do not react. They respond. They take time to think through what is the next step for us. Now, I want to bring this down to a very micro level, a very micro level in in our personal world. So we are pastors of a church. And so one of the things we wanted to do was to provide a way for us to meet as a local church without technically meeting. So we thought we can do what some people around the country have done and do a drive-in church service where people stay in their cars. So we begin to think about this. We begin to make some phone calls and, and everybody was gung-ho. Yes, we think we can do this. We think we can make this happen. But after a little bit more space and time, we began to think more, ask better questions, and we even reached out to the local mayor's office to make sure that this is going to be okay. Well, in fact, an updated executive order had just come down the pipe. I, excuse me, we're at home doing a podcast and I heard a noise and it scared me. It is an automatic feeder for our crazy cat, Ash. So there's no robots in our house. Uh, so we're sorry about that. But we're again, we're in quarantine. So you guys understand uh, the difficulty here. But um, so we had to work with local authorities in making this decision. And ultimately, a new executive order had just come down really the pipeline. And we had to backtrack a little bit after we had space and time to think and to respond, what is the best for the overall experience? And ultimately, it was just a simply shelter at home, right? Shelter in space or shelter in place, as they call it, and just be here. And that's why we're doing this podcast here. That's why we're uh, doing our church service from home this coming week. Everything we're doing, we're, we're wanting to do what is right. And that's what leaders do. People may not understand the decisions you make in the moment, 
But if you do what is right and true in yourself and under the authority of local government and national government, you're ultimately going to come out for the better. So we want to encourage you guys, take space and time and think, what's the next step for your small business, your church, your organization, your major company, whatever that looks like. Because here's the truth. Through all of this, people are not just looking for a plan. They're looking for hope. And you as the leader... You are a dealer in hope. Mm -hmm. You are a hope dealer, okay? Don't get that confused with the other kind of dealer. (laughs) You are a hope dealer. But if you do not have space and time to think through it, you will fall into the trap of not giving hope, but actually giving a lot of helpless information and making people feel helpless in that process. So real quick, let's go back over them. Leaders think of others first. Secondly, they acknowledge fear, but they don't empower it. And third, give yourself space and time to think through what is the best decision for your life. Well, guys, thank you so much for being with us today. We hope this small or this uh, quick little podcast has been a benefit to you. We know uh, and believe in leaders and we love you. And uh, we're hoping for the best uh, through this time of crisis and knowing that you're going to lead very, very well. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us today. If you have enjoyed today's podcast, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes and share this show on your socials. We look forward to being with you again next week. That's a wrap.